0: This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Audi Augusta, online at AudiAugusta.com. Well, our friend Matt Janela has a brand new podcast called The Fire Pit. It's always good to catch up with him. It's a pleasure to welcome Matt Janela back to the Augusta Golf Show. Matt, how you doing?
1: I'm doing well, John. Thank you. Uh, thanks for having
0: me. Well, thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. Um, well, I want to get to the fire pit. I want to get to all that you're doing. But first, with these unusual circumstances, and I know there's a house full of kids, but are you, <laughs> h- how are you spending this time? How, how, how is this going by? Are you binging television? Is it all about the kids? Is it Bandon? Is it Kate? D- give us a little insight as to how this is working out for you.
1: Yeah, the simple answer is yes. <laughs> all of the above, um, the 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 the, and that's just sort of the way it goes, right? I mean, the uh, we, we started the first couple weeks probably like a lot of people did, which is sort of just in wonderment and 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 confusion as to what was happening, the impact of all that w- was taking place, trying to project, you know short-term and long-term impact um both personally professionally you know globally um and you get get overwhelmed you get a lot we were watching a lot of news um and and you know it's it's pretty It's scary it's overwhelming yeah. all of the all the you know wide range of emotions um and then you know we were doing projects, cleaning closets and do, you know various things. they shut down the winter park nine, which is where right. I you know host the weekly Friday skins game. and so that was you know but but we kept we, we kept using and continue to use it as a sort of a park where we throw the ball for the dog and we flew a kite a couple of days ago, something I hadn't done since I don't know when. Um we have a three, you know, Cookie's about to be three. Baby is about to be three. We have a 16-year-old daughter living with us uh, full time. And um, so it's it's a lot of, there's a lot of family. I was done on the road 247 days last year. I've done years of 200 plus days on the road. I was really kind of enjoying this time at home. We, we did, you know, we've did, we did, done a lot of practice. And then I woke up one day and it was like, you know, I, I, building out a new production company in general with a lot of different verticals and a lot of different angles of, of how we're going to attack storytelling, both travel and otherwise, and always thought a podcast would be a byproduct of, you know, of that, 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 that from what we were doing with interviews on these various, you know, de- destinations or subject matter, we would extract out audio and create a podcast around it. And, um, and then it was like, given the set of circumstances and kind of this captive audience and where it's where we're at and where it's all going, it was like, what if I were to do a podcast now, what would it be? What would it look like? What's the concept? How would it be different? Um, well, you know, started mapping out, you know, ideas and story concepts. And Kylie, our daughter here, started sketching out a logo and. My buddy Joe Horowitz started, you know, uh, playing around with the guitar to create kind of this <laughs> anthem for the for the podcast. I mean, you know, I, oh, I know. I, and then I, I really have thrown I've thrown myself into this, and it's really as Lucas Nelson, uh, son of Willie, sings. You know, turn off the news and build a garden. Why we turned off the news and built a podcast, and that's. That's really been a bulk of my energy and focus these last couple of weeks. And it's, you know, I've, I've, I love it. I love storytelling. And this is a great way and a cost-effective way to tell a story right
0: now. Putting it out weekly?
1: That's Yeah, that is the plan. We've, okay. we're, we're three into it now. Uh, and we're, we're playing around with drop days and times. And our first story was about Mark Wiebe and uh, John Ashworth making a commitment as kids uh, when they were 10 years old that whoever made the Masters, the other one would caddy for them. <laughs> Mark Wiebe, you know, won in 85, qualified for the 86 Masters. And John, you know, got to got to carry his bag and uh and they drove down magnolia lane together and we got them both on sort of reminiscing about that 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 amazing deal and then and how that dream came true and uh and that we really want to get to the heart of one story that's the kind of that's our that's our goal really tell one story really well
0: and and for those who may not be familiar um and uh, john ashworth is ashworth shirts clothing
1: yeah, he started okay. Ashworth Clothing. Has since, you know, left uh, Ashworth and started now what's Link Soul, right? Uh, and has had that for the last uh, seven or eight years. And uh, Mark Wiebe, 2013 senior British Open champion, yep. uh, two-time winner on the PGA Tour, really, really an amazingly sweet guy. So it was, it was great to great to hear those guys tell that story.
0: We're talking with Matt Janella here on the Augusta Golf Show uh okay and the second one i'm going to get into a little golf stuff here the second one um of the fire pit a bit of a fundraising effort for for things out there right
1: yeah well we we diverted very quickly you know I, i like most people are having these zoom you know calls with friends you know all over the country or the world and and i was found myself on a zoom call with some some buddies who are on my buddy trip, but they're also, you know, in some cases are leaders within the industry. And, um, and Josh Lesnick of Kemper sports in particular, uh, who was, you know, the first GM at band and dunes and has kind of seen the, you know, the, the world of golf, be, you know, develop over the last, you know, two decades. He, he was, you know, they manage 125 courses across 25 different States. And he, he was t- telling us on this call, just how, how, how intense this is for the golf industry you know and he, he sort of said hey look how many courses do you think are out there who can survive a month two months without without you know without getting a green fee how, how many courses do you think just have that kind of backup just sitting around coming into their peak season in which they don't collect any money um, and he said how about a ski destination that doesn't collect you know, Lift tickets. It's just that it doesn't a restaurant that doesn't serve You know this is these are all sort of small businesses. And he says it's pretty it's pretty intense out there for the courses that are still open. They're doing really well, but for the courses that are closed, it's 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 real serious. And that got me thinking what what exact you know what is the current state of the golf industry. So we rounded up Lou Thompson, owner at Forest Dunes, Marty Carr of Car Golf Travel, uh, who does a lot of you know. North American trips uh, from here to there and Scotland. Um, Tom Pashley, president of Pinehurst. Uh, we had Josh Lesnick, John Ashworth, who manages uh, Goat Hill Park um, in the the municipal and Oceanside. So everything from a municipal to Pinehurst travel, car golf travel, and then we had Doctor. R. Apaya, who's the doctor I've worked with at Morning Drive now for the last uh, you know seven years, and got some some science perspective on everything and you know at the end of the day we just sort of did a we did around it we sort of took you know kind of got perspective from all mm-hmm. these different uh points of view and um and on the back end they all donated um something to the cause so we we were we raised now we're we're, we're close to $10,000 to the charity Feeding America you know which serves the most basic need of all which is just food you know i watched uh, an interview with a woman who's a was a waitress who has three kids and yeah. she said you know i'm a waitress and i don't i don't have food for my kids and it was like oh my god you know that the very you know at the end of the day uh, people People need food, and so this this is a this is a good charity and a good cause to, to try to try to make a difference, you know.
0: And 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 it's something golf does all the time. It's it's golf gives back an awful yeah. lot. Um, how do you think? How do you think golf, the game, the recreational game, how does it come out of this? Not, not how does it come out, but what do you think it looks like when we get on the other side of this?
1: Well, I mean, I got a lot of feedback after episode two. Um, Uh, that I was, that people said, I came away from that, that listening to all those perspectives in that round table with hope that and, and a a light, a slight, you know, slice of, you know, positivity in that the game is, I think we all believe anybody who really knows the game and the culture of the game and the rules of the game and sort of the, the the players who uh, give themselves to the game I think we all believe the game is positioned in a way in which, if you know, we continue and we will continue social, social, social distancing for the foreseeable future, and we can, you know, there are already courses creating some pretty uh, strict and specific guidelines as to how we can play this game safely, responsibly, and yet still fulfill those those needs of you know health wellness both physical and mental, uh, they, you know, a lot of John Ashworth, Josh Lesnick, Tom Pashley, you know, they, they got pull carts, uh, push carts now for, for Piners number two, something they've mm-hmm. never, ever had. Um, and, and walking only is the, the situation. And, you know, there be, there, there could be more walking on the back end of all of this there, you know, there, there could be this idea that golf is, this safe and responsible outlet for these activities with your family members, your, your, your significant other, your, your kids, your grandparents, you know, uh, hopefully there was momentum already for this kind of restoration and reemergence of municipal golf for fast, affordable things like goat Hill and WP nine, et cetera. And hopefully that we get back to, to more of that. Hopefully that's, that's that's what it looks like on the back end of this. More of that. There'll be more driving to destinations, less flying for the foreseeable future. Obviously, places like Pinehurst, and, uh, that you know that has all have always been accessible by train and car. That's that that's going to work to to their favor, for people's favor, to get to a place like a Pinehurst to you know to enjoy the. To enjoy that kind of experience
0: before I let you go what's the best way to access the podcast uh, as as ev- the way everybody gets their podcasts or how, do, how does one get it
1: yeah that's it how you get your podcast we, we drop it on uh, Apple podcast okay. and it's the fire pit with Matt Janella and uh, Uh, Third episode is Alan Shipnuck, a writer, was at Sports Illustrated, now at Golf Magazine, golf.com, telling his story about uh, getting hired at the age of 19 to be an intern at SI and being the youngest staff writer. And his first cover story was chasing Ken Griffey Jr. They were basically the same age at the age of 21. And he had to try to corral this superstar To try to get him uh, to try to get a story, you know, worthy of Sports Illustrated and Sports Illustrated's cover. So we got Walter Yost and Ken Griffey Jr. and Alan Shipnuck and Mark Mulvoy and and Jaime Diaz all telling this story in podcast form in about 35 minutes. So it's uh, it's exciting and it's fun and uh, and it it gets to the heart of all that I'm passionate about, which is just telling stories.
0: Well, good for you. Congratulations on this. Before I let you go, uh, cleaning out the closets—your idea.
1: Uh, she'll never. She'll yeah, never. She'll never. Hear, she won't listen to this.
0: She'll never hear this. You, you know.
1: You know the answer. To that okay, question. that's Come what on. I thought. I just want to make
0: sure. I, you know, I want to make sure you weren't. I, I want to make her idea my job. Yeah. I understand. She'll never. She'll never hear this. He is uh, Matt Janella again. <laughs> the uh, podcast is the Fire Pit. It's good to catch up with you, Matt. Please hug Katie and the kids, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Always a pleasure, John.
1: Give our best to Lisa.